This podcast is part of the Batman Universe Podcast Network, hosted by the BatmanUniverse.net. Check out everything related to Batman and the entire Bat family at the BatmanUniverse.net, including news and original content related to comics, movies, television, merchandise, video games, and more. Also, check out some of the other unique podcasts that TBU has to offer. Consider supporting this podcast by becoming a patron on Patreon. Even $1 can go a long way in supporting this content that you enjoy. Look for a link over at thebatmanuniverse.net to offer your support now. And now, on with the show. And welcome to the Batman Universe Comics Podcast, Season 14, Episode 24. This is our last episode of 2022. Woo! Uh, I'm your host, Ian, and I have with me... This is Dev. And this is Theo. And we are going to wrap up the year with our one review of Detective Comics 1067. Uh, and um, then Greater Gotham. And then we're out for the year. Um, we were talking about 1027 before we got on air, so that's why that number was in Ian's head. <laughs> I'm sorry. Correct. <laughs> also, I'm a fail. Um, <laughs> there is no news. Uh, my personal speculation is that we're not really going to get much big Batman news or new Batman books until June or July when we get Batman Nighttime, the next crossover led by Ram V, uh, Chip Zdarsky, and Teeny Howard. And I'm going to hate it because Teeny Howard is my least favorite. <laughs> Um, but we do. What's that? Nothing. Keep going. <laughs> so, uh, just before we get started on reviews, I wanted to take a little look back and ask my co-host and myself to name our three favorite Batman comics things of 2022. And these are off the top of our head. We haven't done an exhaustive review. This is just what's in our hearts and minds right now. Uh, should I go first? Yes. Okay. 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 So, uh, to be predictable, but uh, Batman Catwoman finished up and it was delightful. And the hardback came out this month, uh, collection. And then Robin finished this year. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I love my baby boy. And then my third thing will be White Knight. Whatever the new thing is. What are we reading right now? Beyond the White Knight. Beyond the White Knight. Yes. I got to tell y'all, I read this week's issue or whatever, this episode's issue, and I lost my mind. I was so excited and happy. And I got to like get up and run around and laugh and giggle. And I was just, I was very happy. Listeners, when she says she lost her mind, she is not lying. She <laughs> immediately texted us all and said, this is amazing. And we're like, oh, okay. All caps. <laughs> so that's my three. Theo, what were your three? I will say Shadows. The night and Robin. All good. And we're going to assume this is Robin by uh, Josh Williamson, not Robin by Megan Fitzmartin. <laughs> just to clarify. Uh, yeah, most I, definitely. I don't think Theo considers the other Theo, uh, the other, <laughs> the other Robin, to be a legitimate book. <laughs> 
dead. It, it does not exist in my world. It is a book. DC is publishing it. It does not exist in my world. You've done it before. If you can do it, so can I. I reject your reality and substitute my own. This is true. I, I do like to headcanon things out of existence. Mine, first is going to be a cheat. Uh, the Flash Dark Crisis tie-in uh, by Jeremy Adams and Amon K. Noelpen, who also did four issues of uh, Shadows of the Bat. So great art, but there was a bunch of Batman family crossovers. Very cool. Good writing. Very in character of Damien, Steph, and Cass. Uh, One Bad Day Two-Face by Maroko Tamaki and Javier Fernandez. I consider this the conclusion to um, Tamaki's Detective Comics run, and I really like Fernandez's art. Um, and Batman of the Night by Zdarsky and Carmine D. Giandomenico. Carmine D. Giandomenico. Just a fantastic miniseries, something I've wanted for a long time, and they executed it just perfectly, in my opinion. So, yeah, I think this this is a year that had a lot of really good stuff. It was. Um, you know, I can only think, and it was really unfortunate, but, like, our Thanksgiving episode, I think, was just the biggest disappointment because we had been so spoiled on at least having a couple of amazing stories every week. And that week just happened to be just a total bummer because <laughs> I think we really yeah. got spoiled with how good the year was. So that's something to be thankful for. Could you imagine if that issue of I Am Batman was included in that thing. Oh my goodness. We would have like a three-hour rant. <laughs> it would have been a lot of bleeping. Did we have to, did you have to bleep us? Thought, I feel like there was one or two bleeps. There were definitely several bleeps in on the I Am Batman commentary. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant, the I Am Batman, because we were very... Oh, we, were, we were bleeping. I can't remember if we bleeped a Thanksgiving... I don't, remember. I don't think we did. I think we we're just so tired. I don't think we got <laughs> that angry. Well, we were um, angry. I think I think the build up ending with that probably we probably would have had to do thirty minutes. So <laughs> you know what we were thankful for before we were able to end that episode. We might have been PG that episode instead of family friendly. Family friendly. I don't know what podcast ratings are anyway. Um yeah, I tend to think of them that pretty much everybody follows, and I can't remember what it is. Yeah, I know. There's like explicit, because I think it's like the music standard, but I think of it still as, you know, PG, PG 13, G, R, NC 17. Although I don't know how you can go NC 17 on, on a podcast. <laughs> Someone have to be very inventive, which we are not in that direction. So. All right, so we're going to get started with our review of Detective Comics number 1067. Written by Ram V. Uh, art by Ivan Heiss. Batman and the werewolf Gale struggle free of Mr. Freeze's ice. Bruce reflects that he feels spiritually frozen in a changing city. Mr. Freeze drags the freed Batman through the sewers. Meanwhile, Prince Arzen Orgum speaks in front of the rules of Arkham Asylum, newly purchased by his family. In his limo afterward, he meets with Gale, who presents him with the reality engine from last month's annual issue, and insists that the Orgum agents go masked in the next phase of their plan. Mr. Freeze wakes Batman after six hours, and Bruce is surrounded by ice sculptures of Nora, who has abandoned Victor in Peter Tomasi's run of Detective Comics. Freeze gives Batman one of the Asmardians that the werewolf tried to possess him with, frozen in a jar, and asks him if Gotham still needs Batman. 
Arzan and Orgum calls on Bruce Wayne in his brownstone, trying to make a friend, as Shavad, Gale, and Nying begin their next moves, starting with a huge explosion and a vicious gang fight. Shavad buys the Narrows housing projects from Wayne Development, hypnotizing the board with her horrifying eye-covered mask to get her way and implanting a suicide order in the board members. Jim Gordon texts Batman the news of the conflagration, and he has to cut his meeting with Arzan Orgum short, as Batman's duty calls. So first question, how do you feel Mr. Freeze was handled by Ram V in this issue? So good. I was actually ready to be very angry. <laughs> but he took the character development. He he made didn't change his Freeze's personality. He's still angry, upset loner. But they took all he helped Batman. He said, I'll do you a deal. Just leave me the crap alone. I'm not hurting anybody. He's still pining after Nora, even though she's rejected him. Like I really appreciated that he is making right choices. Oh yeah, and he rejected what's the what's the organs? Uh, yeah, yeah. Orgums. So I appreciate that he's making good choices, not healthy choices, but he's making good choices, and he's helping Batman, and that was pretty cool. I really liked that. So what I appreciate, kind of along with Steph is saying, but. I guess from a creative standpoint is I appreciate the fact that Ron V picked up from what Tomasi did in his redeeming story with freeze. Um, you know, cause as disappointing as Tomasi's run was one of the things I think we all kind of enjoyed, uh, was, the arcs in which some of Batman's rogues seem to get redeeming stories. We see it with Two-Face and we saw it also with um, with Victor. And we now see Ron B following up on it much as Ron B is doing so also in, um, in how he's handling Two-Face. And I guess we'll talk a little bit more about that in the backup. So I, I do appreciate how he he took what Tomasi did in his run and kind of followed up on it because we see how he still he still loves Nora, uh, but he's he's willing to let that go and just wants to be left alone and. Um, I appreciate that because I think one of the one of the biggest complaints we had about Tomasi's run was that we didn't get follow up on demon stories with Harvey and with Victor, and we kind of we kind of getting them both right now. Yeah, I concur on both things. I think that Mister Freeze has that sort of very melancholy, tragic air that kind of really suits him, especially since uh, Ram V is really drawing that connection between Freeze and Batman. Both of them are frozen by their trauma. He's drawing that out. And also, the way he built on what Tomasi did, everything that, that Theo said, I, it's just, that's how I think you should do continuity. You don't need 
to have read Tomasi's run, but if you have read Tomasi's run, it really gives that character a sense that this isn't a brand new character. It's not like the one bad day, Mr. Freeze, where it's just like, there's a completely different origin, completely different everything. This is the Freeze we've been reading about. Those issues we've read in the past mattered, but they're not essential. So it's not like soaking you. You have to read it. But it is rewarding you if you have. And it, it works in the story, too. So it's not just like, ooh, I like that continuity reference. Like, Freeze actually advances the plot by giving Batman the Arzen, the demon, in the jar. But he also you know, provides that thematic progression of Batman being like, well, do I need to change? Can I change? Is it possible for me to change? Or will I stay like Mr. Freeze underneath making frozen images of my parents? You know, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, in a lot of ways, you know, Batman always is going to be frozen because he's always going to be Batman. But most writers have tried, well, most writers who stay on the book for more than a year have tried to do something with him, um, giving him some new character, new character trait, progressive relationship, etc. So I'm very curious to see what Ram V does with this. How do you feel like the, the overall story is progressing now that we have sort of a bigger idea of where the organs are coming from, from the annual? It still feels super slow. Like, as far as things happening, uh, Batman got on Frozen. The engine thing was delivered. Uh, Bruce made a new friend. I don't know. It just didn't seem like, again, that much is happening. This is definitely more of a, I don't even want to say emotional, it's atmospheric book. And it's just really drawing out the motivations And I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just talking out of my butt. It's just adventure story wise, not much is happening, but I guess we're getting a better insight into what everyone's doing and thinking. And I was right. And Batman has a heater in his bat suit. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. To to, again, kind of piggyback on what Steph is saying, we're, we're getting more. It's just taking so long to get it. And I'm, I'm. I still don't know how I feel about that. I, I, I think the pace needs to pick up a little bit more than what, than what it's doing right now. It, again, it's good that we're getting more and we're seeing more and we have a little bit better understanding. But I really would have hoped we would have been further along than where we are now. I don't know for this. Maybe it's because I do feel like I got a huge leap forward in understanding the shape of the story, Um, whereas the previous arc and a half, I was really just floundering. I just could not wrap my head around what was going on. But now I feel like my head is wrapped around it, and I don't know where it's going, but I have an idea of, like, the shape. It doesn't feel formless in my head anymore. I don't feel lost when reading it, so I don't mind the pacing. And honestly, I feel like a bunch does happen. I mean, Batman gets unfrozen, and he meets Mr. Freeze, he gets a clue, uh, he beats, uh, what's his name, Arzen, and he, the, the Narrows explodes into violence. Like, that's a fair amount to happen in a single issue. Yeah. I think that, part of it is the cast is so big that everyone's kind of doing one thing per issue. It's not like Batman is necessarily doing everything, but a lot of stuff is happening. But it's like each plot is progressed sort of minimally, rather than one plot going way forward, if that makes sense. How do you feel about Ivan Reese's artwork here? I think there was a lot of interesting moments and storytelling choices in this issue. 
Yeah, I think I liked it. Either I'm getting used to him or it was extra good. <laughs> no, I really liked it. I thought I thought it was creepy where it needed to be creepy and it was detailed um in a lot of places and told a good story. The coloring is definitely adding to the atmosphere. A lot of reds and blues. Yeah, Dave Stewart is the colorist on this run, and he is a huge veteran. Like, he goes back decades, and he's so good. Yeah, it definitely adds to the ambiance and the atmosphere that the writing is doing. Sorry, my cats keep opening the doors, so I'm getting very distracted. It's uh, Steph's turn to be distracted by cats this time, not Theo's. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely enjoyed Reese's art. And, you know, again, I was a fan of his when he was doing uh, Shadows. Uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I have no complaints. Enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought that the um, the the opening sequence with uh, where Batman sees all the ice sculptures of Nora, I thought that was really haunting. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of like a lot of emotional stuff that I think Reese really got across in this issue, and I I'm really glad that he's still on the book. Still kind of bummed that Tamaki left, but. I'm glad that we kept uh, Reese on Arch uh, so he could get a real run. Because he only did four... Oh, no, I guess he did seven issues. Because he did that three-issue arc that none of us really count. <laughs> um, but I think that this this is cool. I, I really appreciate the the power. He's, he's a powerful artist. He doesn't necessarily make the most um, beautifully appealing figures. Um, he's not like... Uh, Jorge Jimenez, who you know, or or Dan Mora, who really make those characters just lovable. They grab your heart emotionally. These characters are a little more standard, a little less conventionally beautiful, but the storytelling and the power of the line, I think, is something that Chris really excels at. And it's really brought out by um, Dave Stewart. Dave Stewart, he did uh, the big thing I always remember Dave Stewart is uh, Batwoman Elegy, which was a detective comics run by Greg Rucka and J.H. Williams III. And J.H. Williams III worked with Stewart to really create a painterly look. And you can see the skills developed there. Just he applies them so well to all the work he does. Yeah, so that wraps up our main story. Any final questions before we move to the backup? Why? Is Argum befriending Bruce? What's his motivation there? Well, that that really... I, I raised this question in my review. I think that really depends on whether you think the Orgums know that Bruce is Batman or not. Yeah. I don't think so, but they could. They seem to be super, super aware of a lot of stuff. So if he is aware that Bruce is Batman, obviously it's a ploy to get either Batman to quit or to kill him. If he's not, I would say it's probably what he says in, I mean, I would take what he says at Fate Val. He, he lost his father young. He feels a connection with Bruce Wayne who lost his parents young. They're both. But they're also trying to do business. Like they were buying stuff from the Waynes, right? That's those were the, well, it's almost like a hostile takeover. Yeah. What they do. So, so that was just a little weird. I kind of think that they do know that he's Batman. Yeah. That's kind of, especially, you know, Gale, the werewolf. I mean, he would smell Bruce Wayne, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I would think so. I don't know, maybe Batman thinks of this thing because he has faced werewolves before. Maybe he has some kind of scent disguiser, but. And why was Gale able to get out of the freeze when he doesn't have a heater and he isn't Batman? And it took. He's a werewolf who's over 700 years old. (sighs) Stupid 
He's got like super. I mean, <clears throat> he's insulated. <laughs> I have read some books which everyone would know about, but I'm not going to name because I'm embarrassed. <laughs> well, I'm not really embarrassed. Did you read but Twilight? I will neither confirm nor defy. <gasps> In these books, the werewolves are said to have a very, very hot body temperature. <laughs> I personally don't think they know just yet. And I'm, I'm going primarily off, and I think that's, if I can remember that this was in the annual where Gail is talking about how they need to eliminate Batman from the equation, and I would think if if they knew Batman and Bruce were one and the same, that that would have been revealed. Because I think there was another piece where they also mentioned having to eliminate Bruce Wayne as well. Yeah, like like I said, I don't know either way. Um, I can I, I won't be upset if I'm wrong. I think that they do know, but I won't be upset if I'm wrong because I don't think it's stated. And I think that you can explain it either way. Okay, let's move on to our backup. Uh, A Tale of Three Halves, Part 3, by Cy Spurrier and artist Hayden Sherman. Harvey and Two-Face continue their struggle with the asthma demon inside Harvey's mind slash soul trying to make plans without the possessing force realizing and reporting to the Orgums. Harvey confesses that Two-Face is the image of his father, and he hates him, but is grateful for the violence that has saved his life even before the attack that left him scarred. With this new insight into the two halves of his mind, Harvey can let Dr. Mead, the psychiatrist who quote-unquote fixed him this time, escape, and can hide that fact from the asthma and Gale the werewolf, his handler. So, what do we think about the conclusion of this Two-Face arc, three-issue Two-Face backup? I liked it. I liked it. I don't know. I feel like we saw the Harvey that had the character development before. (laughs) It was interesting that he kind of befriended Two-Face and overcame the Miasmar, I guess. I know. I thought it was very interesting. I liked this ending. I liked. I liked the position that Two Face was and Harvey were at the end. Yeah, I I've been enjoying this conflict between Harvey and Two Face, and um, you know, it's 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 just not sure. I now I'm not sure I am all that crazy about the idea of Two Face always being there, but I mean, it's possible. But um, yeah, I've been enjoying this. I'm 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 ready to see how this manifests in the main story. You know, considering Two Face, you know his his main goal right now is learning Batman's identity, um, which I guess you know kind of says, hey, identities are still important since. Two Face doesn't know who Batman is, but um, I'm I'm enjoying the internal conflict, you know. And but the only thing I guess I got thrown off about was in the last issue. I thought the boy expelled the asthma from Harvey 
remember when when that all came about and he was on top of him and he did his little mm-hmm. right bird on the back thing and then um you see the the typical come from Harvey, but it seems it's still there. I don't know. Maybe that's what really did it then. Maybe that's what's allowing him to sneak things by it. Maybe it's a combination. So, so hold on a sec. I want to go back a little bit. Theo, you said that you Two Face does or does not know who Batman's identity. He doesn't. Because I thought that the point of my own worst enemy is that he does the Scott Snyder arc at the beginning of Rebirth. Who cares? That that's not continuity. Sorry. But uh, uh, pretty sure it is, though, because, <laughs> again, remember, you know, after all this is said and done, he tells he, Two-Face tells Harvey, hey, you know, I did this for you. You and I, we got to talk. He's still well, trying to learn who Batman's identity is. While, while so when we say Two-Face, I mean both Two-Face and Harvey. Are you just talking about the Two-Face personality? Yes. Okay, no, I agree with you there. I think yeah, that Harvey yeah, Harvey Dent knows who who Bruce is. He knows who Batman is. Two right. things does not. Okay, we're in agreement then. It's okay. confusing to talk about it because we call the composite Two Face, but we yeah. also call the personality Two Face. Yeah, yeah. Ha- ha- Harvey Dent knows Bruce May- Bruce Wayne and Batman are one and the same, and we see we see that in the in the first issue of the arc. You right. know, in how they're talking. Two Face, the the demon within, I'll say that, does not know. And that's what he's trying to get out of Harvey. Right. Right. Okay. We're we're tracking now. I just was confused. How okay, so we already kind of touched on this with the question of the sort of did the boy exercise the asthma or not? Gale seems to think the asthma is still there, but it's quote unquote silent and Two-Face can't hear it anymore. So I don't know. This is very interesting. Um, I Maybe it's because I know this is coming up, but we know that Ram V is going to do a big Two-Face issue coming up. But this felt like it was putting Two-Face in position for that. Did it feel like that to you guys? Or was is that just me knowing that it's coming? I mean... It feels like they're setting Harvey up to do something, and hopefully it's something good. I mean... I mean, more it's a setup rather than a completed story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it felt it felt like a completed journey, but not a complete story. Okay. Uh, Theo, did you want to chime in there? I'm sorry, I missed that question. D- so I know that we're having a... Uh, a single issue that Ram V is going to focus on Two Face, and so this felt to me like setup for that. Do you feel that? Do, would you agree that this is a setup backup story, or does it feel more like its own completed story? Well, everything everything Spurrier has done thus far has been a setup for the main for the main story. So I, I don't see this as any different. Yeah. Okay. So I think we're all sort of on the same page right now. I guess my question is, did you enjoy it? <laughs> I know you're the Spurrier hater. I am a Spurrier hater. I did not hate this. I found it, um, it's definitely not my favorite, and it's not something that makes me want to 
buy the issue by itself. There are backups that I have and will buy entire issues just for the backup. Uh, and this is not that, but it's also not one that makes me want to take the staples out and cut off those pages. <laughs> I've also done this. Oh my gosh, what for? Uh, that is a question you'll have to ask me off character. Oh my gosh, I'm so curious now. It's a teeny hour issue. It probably is. <laughs> All right, let us give Detective Comics 1067 ratings out of five frozen oh. demons in a jar i know this is like literally what we do and i never think about it beforehand and i extra didn't think about it this time three and a quarter three and a quarter three and a quarter <laughs> i kill i kill me i really do I kill Ian too, but that's the point. I, I don't think influence the void gets away from the boat is fair. <laughs> I couldn't. No, I, I. There was no way I could give it three and a half. I just. I. I was. I was. Uh, uh, no. I am going to give it a three seven five because I actually enjoyed both stories. Because again, I, I'm 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 liking this internal battle between Harvey and Two Face. Sorry, what was your number? Three seven five. Okay, so my vi- my rating on the site is a three five because I think it is above average, enjoyable, really good art in both parts. Writing is working together, um, and I'm just feeling better about the series. Uh, this gives us an average of three point five. Um, no mode, but we do have a medium of 3.5, so take that. <laughs> I want to change my vote. <laughs> Too late. Whether you are a first-time TBU Comics podcast listener, a 13-year veteran, or anything in between, we'd love to hear what you think about this episode or any of the comics we discussed. Send emails to tbu at thebatmanuniverse.net Join our Discord server linked at thebatmanuniverse.net. Send us a tweet at tbu underscore comics. Or, if you're a patron, leave us a comment on our Patreon page. We'd also love it if you left us a review on iTunes. We'd love to read your comments on the next episode of the Batman Universe Comics Podcast. Batman may claim he works alone, but we know that he needs the Bat Family. Join the TBU Bat Family and let us know what you think. Let's move to Greater Gotham. Nightwing, number 99. Thumbs up, but like, I don't know. Most of the times I finish reading Nightwing and go, Oh my gosh, this was so great. This this, this one, I was just like, yeah, that's fine. It, it was a neutral for me. I'm not crazy about the Tony Zuko stuff. Eh. It's a thumbs down for me. I don't... I feel like the solicits promised me something, and what I got was warmed over macaroni, and it I just like keeps... warm macaroni. But, but it isn't like, my favorite. If I was promised a steak like dinner... Macaroni then, yeah. Where it's been in the fridge, and you warm it up, and then you put it back in the fridge, and you warm it up again. 
<laughs> Double warm up. Ew. That's kind of where I am on this. I'm like, I wanted like a full pasta lasagna fresh out of the oven, and I'm getting the double warmed up macaroni. However, if that, if 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 macaroni is made right, you can warm it up as many times as you want, and it's gonna be thebomb.com. So <laughs> y'all need to check out cooking techniques. I add bacon and I can make good macaroni. I'm not saying. I'm just saying that if you make it from the box and then you warm it yeah. twice, make it from the box. Oh my god! <laughs> we just disturbed you. Yeah, that's that. No, so I, I don't you know, make macaroni from the box. Just to be clear. Yeah, you don't. You're not disturbing me because you're talking to the guy whose Christmas dinner and Thanksgiving dinner was from Honey Baked Ham. So I didn't <laughs> cook a thing. So I mean, I'm a big ham is good. All right, <laughs> and I continue to be the traitor. Dark Crisis number seven. Uh, I didn't read it. (laughs) You read this book again? It had stuff in it. (laughs) Abstain. All right, this is a thumbs up. This is a dumb event. I think all events are dumb, but the art was gorgeous. It got me emotional several times. And as I said, Stephanie Brown was in it. Stephanie Brown showing up in a crisis event in a good way, not dying, is awesome. And see, I don't know if I should feel... If I should feel pissed off that I'm reading it or if I should feel I don't want to say disappointed that I'm not reading it because it's clear that they're going to make the universe based off of this and it's truly truly going to ruin my enjoyment of of some of the stuff that I'm reading now simply because I don't know what the hell Doc going on in Dark Crisis, and it's going to spill into the main books, and I'm just going to be lost, and I still have zero intention on... I really don't think it's going to make you that lost. I don't know. I mean, I'm reading Flash, and I feel like that's the book most connected to Dark Crisis, and I don't think you really need to read it to understand it. We shall uh, see. We, I mean, that's all we can do. Wait and see. Uh, Batman Superman, World's Finest, number 10. Thumbs up, I guess. It was fine. <laughs> I guess? <laughs> I mean, it was a one bad day story for the new little baby hero. I think it fast forwarded to the present, maybe. I don't know. I'm confused. I thought this was Batman Superman. Who's this new hero? So they there's this parallel universe guy who showed up here. His parents sent him to us to or to Batman Superman because uh, he kind of had his own planet blow up because you know that's never happened before. Um, never, and then Superman he kind of has these Supermanish powers. So Superman takes him under his wing and is trying to teach him. But then the key and Joker kidnap him and torture him and. Did you just say the key? Yeah. I think that was the Like Don Summers from Buffy the Vampire no, Slayer? Oh, this guy's got like portal powers. Oh, America Chavez powers. And anyway, it was fine. Make it, it from the main. Wait, a- and they didn't use sideways? I guess this is the past. So sideways doesn't exist yet. But. So, yeah. It was fine. It was a Joker one, one bad day story. So, I mean, it was never going to be a happy story, but. It was fine. So, any ties yet to nope. Batman? Nope. The only tie, the only tie was was the first story where where they 
lock up the dude who who takes over Damien. So, like, the only real knowledge you need is that Batman is intimately knowledgeable about the dude that is infecting Damien. That's all. That's all. I am still not reading this. Not at all. I like it. Demo is so, too good. So, 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 when you said you like it, is it like I actually like this, or is it a is it more of a future state Gotham? This is so stupid. It's no, funny. no, no. It's not like that at all. It's I'm I'm enjoying it. I wouldn't. Well, no. Yeah, I I said I put it. I would put it in the top books that I read first because I want to know what happens next. It's just that this kid has been taking up a lot of real estate lately, and then they added Joker, so I just wasn't thrilled. You're a better person, You're a better person than I. <laughs> Batman versus Robin, number four. <sighs> what did I say? Hold on. I got to be honest. I got to see what I said. I kind of thought that sound I... in the back was, was actually your rating. <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs up, but like begrudgingly. Obviously, we do have a neutral rating staff. No, no, I know, but enough stuff happened that was good. Alfred, evil Alfred was whatever he was, and so there was a little bit of real Alfred there that was able to talk to Bruce. Bruce knew all along that he was a baddie. Damien is finally unpossessed, and the first thing he does is, Father, I'm sorry, no, I don't want to be doing this, so it's obvious, yeah. and then Talia's fighting with them, which is good, and anyway, it's, it's enough good stuff happened, but, like, we didn't need the journey to get to the good stuff. There was no, there was no reason to have the bad stuff in the first place. You didn't have to cancel Robin, that's what I'm saying. Uh, but we needed to cancel Robin so we could have the wonderful Tim Drake Robin. <laughs> oh God, no, we did. Don't don't go there. I mean, that's really why they did it. Balls. I am. I am going neutral. So first of all, Batman with pointy ear, Doctor Fate helmet is the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever seen. Don't know, just. No. I like the idea of, you know, Talia trying to kill her grandmother. That's just that's just awesomeness. Isn't it her mother in law? Uh, no, that's a grandmother. No, it's her mother in law. No. Oh, you're right, 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 you're right. I I somehow in my brain she was married to Roz and I was like, that doesn't work. No, oh my okay. gosh. No, no, I know, I, I know. mean Roz is creepy and gross, and I think you might think about that, but <laughs> you know, that's in, in, in every state in this country, most countries on this planet, and might be acceptable in some ancient <laughs> cultures, but even most of those, it wasn't cool. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um. So there, there was, there was, there was some good stuff that allowed it to not be a thumbs down, like I did. I I do like the fact that Robin, the real Robin, is trying to redeem himself. He 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 still is heavy influenced by his dad, despite the fact that you know he lived with his mom all his life and you know used to seeing people die with no repercussions. He he still is under his dad's influence and not letting his great, well, not his great, 
No, yeah, not letting his great grandmama meet her maker. Yeah. So neutral. Thumbs down. I hate this whole series. It's a bunch of rug pulls, and I don't enjoy that. The art is inconsistent. And oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Damien went from looking like twenty five in some scenes and like <laughs> twelve in others. I was like, I don't. Whatever. And and I guess the thing that that makes me hate it is this idea that this one thing in Batman in the Batman universe is just going to take over the entire DC universe with this whole Lazarus planet event that's about to pop up. That I am not looking forward to. Catwoman number 50. I have to give it a neutral just because there was Batcat scenes in it, but they were not quality Batcat scenes. And it was a very upsetting issue other than, oh, well, and Vermont is finally dead. So that's good. I don't think he's really dead. No, no, he's fine. He's dead. I think they're faking his death. Totally dead. He's dead. I would like him to be dead. I just think that this run is so bad. It's never going to give me what I want. Uh, this is also a neutral for me. Wait, because wait, wait, wait. I actually, again, got got influenced by social media, who was oh, doing, oh. doing their typical being and moaning, and <laughs> I read the uh, at least the final pages of oh, the Juan Ferreira stuff, huh? The Juan Ferreira art stuff where Bat and Cat are in jail. Yeah, and the fact the fact that Selena is just railing on Bruce because Valmont is dead and all she could think about is the two of them what do you call it again, Ian? Oh, what did I call it? Do it doing the dirty or something? Bumping uglies. No, I did not say that. Yes, you did. I don't think so. Yes, Yes, you you did. I expect I expect an audio clip of me saying (laughs) that here. Because I don't I don't remember saying that at all. Yeah, I've got 24 hours to edit this. I'm not looking for clips. (laughs) Oh, oh, it was it was only it was only only a few episodes ago. Whatever if whatever episode that was when you Ran it about uh, Selena doing rooftops with. Oh yeah, with Belmont. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, it was the same episode. <laughs> and he he was doing the bumping ugly, but just I I hate what Catwoman looks like from Teeny Howard. I, Is that different from uh, the Joelle Jones and run? <laughs> it this is worse. I I I hated the idea of uh, Villa Hermosa, but I was okay with uh, Dead Cop Boy, you know, because well, yeah, because he was actually it, it, an interesting character. Yeah, and 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 the, and the and the other thing I appreciated is Joel respected the history and the relationship enough to where even though. Those two skirted the line with the flirtations, blah, 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 blah. They never crossed it, even to the point to where when um, he and Bruce were on the rooftop, he acknowledged that 
not Bruce, but he and Batman on the rooftop, he acknowledged the relationship between the two. Teeny Howard, however, is just she's screwing with everyone. And did, did didn't y'all say she also like had a threesome or something like that? No. Not that I'm oh, aware that, of. Oh, oh, with that punchline. That's punchline. No, punchline. Oh, yeah. Well, those punchline are the villains, was, though. Yeah. It was the okay. uh, the King and Queen of Hearts and, I mean, of, what is it? What is it? What Royal Flush. The King and Queen of the Royal Flush and Punchline had a threesome. Bottom bottom line, I, I just hate what Teeny Howard's doing to Selena and just, just ruining the character. I hate what she's doing too. I wouldn't say she's ruining it because Selena's been in really bad spots before. But I just don't enjoy reading this. I have to put this at a neutral. I have to bump it up a little bit because compared to previous issues, this is an improvement. There's a lot of emotional moments that partly work as opposed to not working at all. And you're just happy Velmon is dead. Yeah, I don't even think he's dead. I want him to be, but I don't think he is. The way they integrated the punchline crossover makes no sense. It comes out of nowhere. This new character, Tom Cat, I understand where it's coming from, but it's so stereotypical, it's so badly designed, and the dialogue is so cringy. It's just bad. It's just a bad comic, and I'm tired of it, and I know it's just going to keep going. So, yeah, it's it's a neutral, but it's going to, unless something else improves a lot, I'm going right back to thumbs down on this run. It's just bad. All right, speaking of bad things, (laughs) Batman Urban Legends number 22. What did I say? Oh. Oh, no. I didn't write that one down. Oh, no. I didn't write that one down. Um, I think... I think I thought that was okay. Neutral. I missed Urban the last... I I I missed the last one, so I didn't catch that the Academy thing was a part two with the little kitten and the... Thomas Martha Wayne story. I didn't realize that's what I was reading until halfway through. Um, but um, yeah, I think I didn't. Nothing there made me just roll my eyes and what made me want to skip whole issues. I read. I read every story. So neutral. <laughs> I got through every story without throwing my computer across the wall. So neutral. Okay, mark this down. But for me, this is a thumbs. Why? (laughs) You betrayed me. Now I will I will admit that croc story I probably could have given it a neutral and probably would have drawn my tablet across the room if it was the only story of the issue. That was horrid. I I enjoyed the seer. I enjoyed the Jamal Campbell story. Although I'm not a fan of Seer, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the story with Thomas and Martha. I think and mainly because I guess I'm enjoying how Damien's being written. <laughs> yeah. he's, he seems like old school Damien. Uh and we also had we also had uh Titus and Alfred cameos so i always upvote for that yeah that that croc story probably was the worst for me but i actually enjoy this issue so thumbs up i feel so betrayed this is a (laughs) thumbs down for me it continues to just be mediocre at best with uh, admittedly good art from jamal campbell but 
the inclusion of Seer really wrecked that story for me, and I just, I, I hate this book. <laughs> One more issue. One more issue. Deceased, War of the Undead Gods, number oh, five. This book was blah, neutral. It was it was lantern heavy, and lanterns aren't my favorite. Oh, and Mixel Pickling is evil! <gasps> Oh, yeah, I read this one. I forgot I read this one. Pixel Pickelixelix got, got, zombified. got zombified. <gasps> They're all going to die now. He was their biggest hitter. Oh, and Good. and Superman is dead again. <laughs> Wait, did he die again? He got vaporized. Yeah. He got vaporized. Did he? Yeah. Because it, it, it was a neutral for me, too. I, again... Not a lot of Batman stuff. No, nope. you know, with, with Damien, very heavy on the land and stuff, and then just the just the notion of how they got our favorite fifth dimension imp to turn was just so neutral. This is, and I think this is the second issue where I gave it a neutral. Well, I think it'll be no surprise to anyone who listened to our defunct podcast, Deceased Cast. Uh, this is thumbs down. I don't like the story. Uh, I don't like the art. And I don't like what's happening. So, yeah. But I actually read it because someone was like, it's so crazy. So I had to find out why it was so crazy. But I regret. Uh, GCPD, The Blue Wall, number three. Oh, I think thumbs up, but again, it's not your sit down for fun story. This is Renee. <laughs> Renee is such a bummer in this one. <laughs> and everyone's just super sad and racism sucks and y'all just be nice to each other. <laughs> it is a neutral t- trending up for me. I, I, I wasn't crazy about how he is making... Renee, this obsessive. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Out of control. Yeah, I forgot that. Cop who is letting this thing with Two Face just simply wreck her. Because the issue was mostly about her and her obsession. Yeah. I mean, it was just, just, if, if they were a, if they were an ex couple, it would seem stalkerish. I mean, it was just, Everything was two face this, two face that, two face this, two face that, and I just. Uh, My problem is that she's so dumb about it. She's like, everyone's like, we don't have cause for this. If we get caught, you're in serious trouble. And she's like, I have a feeling in my gut. I'm like, okay, you can have a feeling in your gut, but you don't have to be dumb about it. And that's exactly how she's being portrayed. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, she has literally. She has literally no one who is siding with her. Even the one tech, I can't remember if he was a technician or a cop, but who the the the, the blonde headed guy. Yeah, I think, I, think that, I know who you're talking about. That she got to go and bug him without a warrant, and even after that, he he says, "Hey, Kamish, there's there's nothing there," and so she's like, "Screw it, you don't know what you're talking about either." It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And even after Harvey tells her, I know at some point I'm going to do something. And when it happens, you have every right to come after me. But right now, I'm not the person that's doing all this. 
please leave me alone. And she just, and she just stands there and I, uh, John Ridley, I'm so disappointed. I just, I, I hated, I hated how he portrayed Renee in this issue. I mean, the thing is, there are times in her career that Renee would be like this, but this is supposed to be veteran Renee, and that just doesn't sit right. I also have zero clues whatsoever when this is supposed to be happening. I don't know if One Bad Day Two-Face is in continuity or not, because they seem to be treating it like it's not, because if it were, he'd be in jail again right now. But in this, he's like on probation, and he's definitely not doing the stuff that he's doing in Ram V's Detective Comics run. So I don't know what's going on with this issue or this continuity. As a story by itself, I'd say it's a neutral. But it's a neutral trending down because I'm still really frustrated. It's better than the last couple issues for me because I did get invested. Because I do love Renee. Um, but yeah, I can't go higher than a neutral for this. DC versus Vampires number 12. Final issue. Hopefully we can stop talking about this. I hope they don't do a DC versus Vampires 2. I skipped it. Same here. Uh, the, mm, I'd say it's a thumbs down. It's dumb. <laughs> um, I know what Tynan was trying to do, but I think because Tynan didn't actually write it, it ends up being just kind of dumb. And it's exactly what I predicted. Uh, spoilers. The good guys lose. It's an apocalypse story, and they don't win. So, thumbs down. The art is pretty by Otto Schmidt, but no. Harley Quinn number 25. Thumbs up, and the book has completely changed trajectory. Theo, if you... I mean, I know you hate Harley, but the book is completely different than it used to be. And old lady Harley was in this issue, and I like her. And in a few issues, it's going to be different all over again, thanks to uh, E. Howard. Yeah. (laughs) But thumbs up. I I liked it. It was like into the Harleyverse, I guess. (laughs) I don't think I read this. It ends with a room full of Harleys because she breaks the parallel universe traveled machine and it like brings all the Harleys to one place. Yeah, I think I have to abstain. I don't remember reading that. <laughs> that, that almost seems like the the uh, Marvel miniseries, uh, the variants. That's there are so many. There's Spider Gwen through the Spider Gwen verse. There's the variants. There's the Miles Morales one. There's it's like everybody's freaking doing multiverse everything. I was complaining on the server that I was tired of it. Um, Riddler Year One Number Two. Again, this is a tie-in to the Batman movie with Paul Dono. As a standalone story about a nameless Batman villain, (laughs) it was fine. It was fine. Thumbs up. You mean the Hushler? Yes, the Hushler. I need to give him a new mind. I don't (laughs) like the Hushler, but I need to come up. Um, Obviously, as as Riddler, it sucks beans. But if you can suspend disbelief or whatever the phrase is, it's fine. Thumbs up. No, I'm not reading that. But if you can't do that, it's a thumbs down. <laughs> if I and if I if I was reading it, it'd be a thumbs down. I I I hated the Riddler in the movie, so I'm pretty sure I would hate it in the comics. After the first issue, just felt way too much like Batman Forever. I was out. So, Tim Drake, Robin, number four. 
neutral. We're finally getting to what we were promised, which is Bernard is kidnapped because he's a plot device. <laughs> uh, so thumbs down. Just kidding. Thumbs down. <laughs> I was gonna say you 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 need to go through some re-education on uh, the hatred for <laughs> what Chris Martin is doing. I don't this. hate anything. I just don't like being forced to sit down and read this. Strongly you don't have to. I will be reading no. it, so you can skip it. I'm waiting for the day that Riley Rossmo doesn't do the art or character design. I think that's this issue. I'm is waiting for really? the day. I really think it's Roger Cruz's next issue. What are you waiting I for? I'm waiting for the day all this you just gets the retcon. Uh, are you abstaining, Theo? <laughs> what do you think? I think you, so. I just want to make sure. You read you read Catwoman. Okay, again, that was only after hearing the whole Valmont tried to kill Bruce. Selena killed Valmont instead. Then mm-hmm. Selena bl- blames Bruce for her killing Valmont. Yeah, so. That was ass. I don't know why that made you want to read it. <laughs> I wanted to see how stupid it was. Real stupid. I, I refuse to read Tim Drake Robin. I refuse to. There, there is there is nothing. I DC would have to drop some serious dough my way in order for me to pick up this book. And what if Damien guest starred? What? What if Damien guest starred? Nope. Damien guest stars and a whole bunch of stuff, so I'll just pick up those. That's true. That's true. Um, so this is a neutral for me. I have to go up for my normal thumbs down. Uh, Art, again, I don't hate Riley Rossmo. I think he's the wrong choice for this book. But because he was drawing Stefan Cass, I actually enjoyed a lot of it. I thought that the way Fitzmartin wrote Steph Cass and Tim working together was really good. They actually worked together, unlike the awful Tim Drake Pride special. So yeah, it, it bumped it up to a neutral. Still really not enjoying this book, but Trying to be honest, it was a significant step up from the last three issues. Punchline, the Gotham game number three. Neutral. This was a, not a crossover, but a continue. I guess it makes it a crossover. A continuation from the Catwoman story, sort of. What happened? Oh, Colin. Colin's Colin? Colin, the brother of... Colin's in trouble again. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Because he's a plot device. That kid has been nothing but trouble since the Joker storyline started. Uh, uh, I've uh, been nothing but trouble since Rebirth. Trouble, trouble, trouble. Uh, I don't remember him in Rebirth. Can we go as far as going back to uh, Eternal? I liked him in Batman and Robin Eternal. Oh, whatever. No. <laughs> but I like Harper Row, so. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> I don't. I don't hate hate the punchline book, but it's not. It's, it's you know how I said there's books I read at the beginning. This is, this is one of the last. This is one of the last ones I read. <laughs> at least there wasn't a threesome this time. There was never a threesome. They were. Why look, is that a positive? They were looking for people to have a threesome with, and she responded just to get in the door to to recruit them to fight for her. So there was no threesome. Off panel. <laughs> I mean, it's a PG thirteen comic. They're not going to show a real threesome. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so I mean the fact yeah. that the fact that it's a PG 
13 comic and they're actually mentioning that should be quite disturbing. They've shown Talia after an orgy. And, 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 and what's his butt? Ghostmaker. Oh, true. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Uh, PG-13 means <laughs> a lot more than it used to. <laughs> All right. So, Theo, I'm assuming that you did not read this. <laughs> you really? Okay. Just checking. Of course. Uh, I actually forgot to read this. I meant to, but I did not get to it. So I will catch up next time. And we're going to end with Batman Beyond the White Knight number seven by Sean Murphy. It is death. Uh, thumbs up, two thumbs up. Dick is okay. I was so happy. Dick is okay. He's together with Barbara again. And they're happy family. And and they say they have a son. They have a son and saved Terry from being evil because because he was being suit controlled. And and then. Terry's suit has a holograph projector, so now everyone sees Jack and isn't as surprised as they probably should be. <laughs> and Jason is back with what? What's her name? Mao Bao Mo Ro. Dude, I just read this and I don't remember her name. Shoot, but I really like her. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty cool. Yeah, I can't remember the name either. So I'll, y'all I have that effect on people. <laughs> I make them forget. It's not to our hearts. Okay. Um, yeah, thumbs up for me too. I, I've I've been enjoying the series. I I still think this is going to be. I still think at some point, Joker is going to be in Batman's head, and and that's going to be a real battle. How many more issues I mean, are there? This is the second to last issue. I don't, know, I don't think that's happening this year. I think that may happen in a future series. If you remember when when he appears in in Terry's from Terry's projector, which is funny to say the least, <laughs> he is he is more Joker now than he's ever been. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just I I just foresee something happening. Even if it leads, because I don't think this is the end of the White Knight universe. I hope not. No, he's got plans. Yeah, so it it, it, it could possibly lead into the next volume. Probably. I mean, but, but... That's what people are telling me. But Joker popping up, I mean, Jack popping up looking like Joker instead of Jack means something to me. I'm going to give this a thumbs up, even though as a whole, the White Knight universe frustrates me. I thought this was quite effective. Um, I did like the final reunion of Dick and Barbara and their son. Um, I just think that Sean Murphy's not a great writer, structurally or dialogue wise. He has a lot of good ideas, but I really wish he'd work with a co-writer. His art is phenomenal. And this was a well-constructed issue, more or less. So, thumbs up for me. That brings us to the end of Greater Gotham. Uh, We shall move on to our Patreon appreciation. Thank you all to the following people for supporting us on Patreon at a significant level. Thank you to Lisa Slack, Donovan Morgan Grant, Austin Davis, Ian Miller, Stanton's Grave, Johnny McCloskey, Gerald Green, Donald Townsend, Cesar Diaz, Joshua Lappin-Bertoni, Ed Grouse, Jessica Morales, Rob O, Captain America, David Richards, 
Tim Garrett, Mary Garrett, Robert Lewis, and Stephanie Mounts. Thank you all for helping us to keep the archives up, keep our new episodes coming, and listening. We really appreciate you guys uh, hearing what we have to say. Hopefully we'll hear what, from what you have to say, maybe some of your favorites from this 2022 year. Um, but yeah, that brings us to the end of our episode. Thanks for listening. I've been Ian. This is Tuff. And this is Theo. Happy New Year. Everybody. Happy New Year! Happy New Year. Happy Bat New Year. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Bye.